And we're back. Welcome to another episode of Mike, Mike, and Oscar. I am your co-host, Mike One. This is co-host, also Mike. Also and Mike. We are doing a spring preview today, and this is, you know, I, life kind of got in the way. I'm a, I'm a medical marvel here, and I get uh, unbelievable, uh, just painful shots every once in a while. I have an issue with my back. That's neither here nor there. So I'm going to give you some dirt on it. I'm going to give you the negative <laughs> picture of this episode, but uh, yeah, that's that's what I have. So Mike, maybe you could be a little more uplifting and explain to the good people what we're doing today. Well, Mike, we're going to work within our branding and a movie game, a fun movie game that we came up with was called Sea Buy Skip. You see a movie, you buy a movie, you skip another. It's a play on F. Mary Kill. But, and we're going to use that as the framework for our spring preview because yes. bottom line, you know, we get ahead by a week in our Mike, Mike and Oscar weekly episodes and give you a look to the next week's theatrical releases, but we always used to love the the month previews. The yeah, month they were very. Previews. We, I mean, for nothing else, we thought they were valuable to keep our minds sane about what the what's coming next. Yes, it helped us. It was yeah. really fun to talk about a huge slate of movies, and it was it was also you know something that our listeners enjoyed yeah. because they could get a preview on everything coming out over the next few months or the next month. Now we got the months of the rest of April, May, and June here to talk about today and we're going to basically play our movie game see by skip all right to talk about them yeah and so to go over the rules just to remind you we played see by skip we do it on mmo weekly now and Mm -hmm. we've done it in you know months past as well but did i perk you up (laughs) no (laughs) you're the type of kid i would make fun of at lunch in school with your over exuberance (laughs) for life uh see by skip what is the difference between all of them and like mike said it's the f mary kill version of movie watching uh if we're going to see something that means we're just going to to see it if it's like on vod yeah it's like on a premium channel i guess that means we're still spending a little money on it but right okay but But not in the literal tangible here you go person sitting at the movie counter sandwich or movie movie (laughs) Right. If we're going to buy something, that's like the Mary version. That's like we're going to spend yeah. our time and resources yeah. to make sure we are in a theater to see this. Or, God forbid, I know this is a foreign idea for most of you anymore, <laughs> but we might actually purchase it on physical media. What? Yeah. But Or we're not buying the sandwich and we're going to the movie. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> if we keep things sandwich-based, that's what we deal with best. And Skip, obviously. Is Two sandwiches. <laughs> I got Two sa- I got money for two sandwiches now because I'm skipping this movie altogether. Is yes. that how money works? Yes, that's that's the genesis. That is what this game means. See, buy, skip. So again, see something, you'll see it. You're not overly hyped for it. Buy something. Then you will spend money and your resources and time to make sure you're there. Skip it, skip it altogether, obviously. The only rule of this game is that uh, Mike has gone through. He's he's set up the next three months. He's divided these into categories where they all have some kind ca- something in common. Right. Uh, categories of three. You have to pick one per. So even if there's two things you want to buy and you're very excited to see, if they're in the same category, only one see, one buy, one skip per category. And we're going to alternate all throughout here. And you know, for the record. Send us your answers yes. for these. You know, we got 15 or 16 questions. Take any which one. Take all of them if you'd like. Send us your answers. We'll read them on MMO Weekly. Uh, be creative with it. Have fun with it. And, of course, send us your C-by skips. Give us your trio of yep. movies to test us emotionally, which is a major part of this because some of these are like splitting babies and it's very difficult. Yeah. Uh, you know, Solomon just, was a douche. Just have fun with it. Or <laughs> nice biblical reference Thank there. You. Or just have us 
help you, you know, pick your next movie. This 400 BC humor doing anything for you? (laughs) (laughs) All right, so here we go. Let's start. Like I said, Mike has has done the liberty of taking these, splitting them into all different categories where they all have some relevance. So we'll have him start asking me, Mike, what's the first category? All right, so these are movies we've already previewed coming out this weekend. We have Hellboy, David Harbour, Mila Jovovich, Ian McShane, directed by Neil Marshall of The Descent and a couple great episodes of David uh, Game of Thrones or mm-hmm. Dave of Thrones, which would be the uh, podcast my brother makes or, or our brothers <laughs> make together. Brother, yeah. uh, High Life, this is the Robert Pattinson, Mia Goth, Juliette Binoche, Andre Benjamin, Andre 3000 there. This is the sci-fi astronaut movie directed by Claire Denis. Already has an 89% Rotten Tomato score, 80% Meta score, so that's Hellboy and High Life, the first two. And of course, Missing Link, this is a stop-motion movie coming out this weekend, already with an 85% on Rotten Tomatoes. Voice actors include Zoe Saldana, Hugh Jackman. It's about Bigfoot. It might be uh, under Oscar consideration. So Hellboy, High Life, Missing Link coming out this weekend, Michael C. by Skip. Well, this is uh, is the easiest one to start with because we are going to buy tickets to go see Hellboy. We're covering that this weekend. So for by default, that's going to be my buy. That leaves me with Missing Link and High Life, two movies I really do want to see. I don't want to skip either one. I probably don't plan on skipping either one. Now you have to. Yeah, now I have to, I guess. I'll never see one again. That's the rule. you don't. This is is life now. Uh, I will, you know, I'll, I'll see Missing Link and I'll skip High Life if only for that I've seen some worrisome early reviews about High Life right. by other critics. I thought it would be more widespread that it would be a problem, but it apparently has recovered enough. And you just said it, 89% of Rotten Tomatoes, 80 Metascore, which is extremely high. And people expect maybe Pattinson to get his name in that Oscars race for the actor category. Yeah, or I think it's going to be well, but because it did have a little worrisome early early word of mouth, I'll skip it. I'll go Missing Link C. So I'll buy, uh, buy Hellboy, see Missing Link. Skip High Life. I'm with you on the buy. I'm really excited for Hellboy yeah. uh, Thursday night that we're seeing it, and we'll have the review out for you Friday. I, I'm I'm thoroughly excited for the fact that it's going to be a bloody rampage <laughs> the whole movie, and they're finally you know just diving yeah. in head first with the marketing that this is a rated hard R just gore fest. So I'm thrilled for that. So I'm buying Hellboy. I'm gonna see High Life for Claire Denis it's for you're Robert a classic Patterson. critic. I like sci-fi movies. Yeah. I like astronaut movies. Mia Goth was great in Suspiria. Juliette Binoche she was. is always great in everything. Andre Benjamin's a better actor than he's given credit he for. He is. Yeah, that's a great cast. And Underrated. I'm Team Smallfoot. I really enjoyed Smallfoot, so I don't need another animated movie about Bigfoot. So this you're moment. putting all your animated hopes in the Smallfoot. You're just going to like pretend it was last the missing year. link never happened. It was last year. My hopes were dashed <laughs> anyway, but correct. Uh, yes, if I could, I would. All right, Mike, you're going to pitch me one. Yeah, let's talk about movies that are in theaters right now. Uh, We haven't seen these yet, either one of us, which is shocking because Mike has seen literally everything that comes out. But, all right, they have good numbers and good scores, great reviews. So, uh, first is The Mustang. I imagine you did this as a troll job to me. (laughs) This is a movie (laughs) about a convict that trains a horse. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Wonder what I'm skipping here. It does have a 94% Rotten Tomato score, high 77 meta score. It's Matthias Schoenarts, Jason Mitchell, who, of course, had his big star-making performance in Straight Outta Compton. Yep. Uh, those are the two stars of that one. Gloria Bell, 91% on Rotten Tomatoes right now. 80 Metascore. This is, of course, Julianne Moore. She dances a lot. 
<laughs> the director is Sebastian <laughs> Lelio, who did it a fantastic woman, which also had great marks a couple years ago. Oscar uh, winner. Yeah, it was an Oscar winner there. An amazing grace. We talked about this past MMO Weekly, the Aretha Franklin Church Service concert documentary. 96 Metascore, 98% on Rotten Tomatoes right now. Something did come out that was a negative press about that movie recently, and I cannot oh, remember right. it for the life of me. But well, I'm guessing it's very religious, so non-religious probably. people are going to get after it. Uh, I, I hear all have outside-the-box Oscar chances. I will say I'm going to buy a ticket to see the Mustang, at least on my AMC. Ugh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I, I hear great things about it. I, I really, No, you don't. I you love, just want to spite me and horses. <laughs> I love Shonarts. I enjoy spiting you, especially with horses. So, yeah, this is irresistible. For those of you that are new, I went off at some point last year. It was during horse. a monthly preview. Yeah, it was during a monthly preview about horse movies in general. There's just too many horse movies. It might have been the spring preview. And look, I think it might have been. Yeah, it's you're the right. spring preview here. Talk about got, the rider, yeah, I remember. Yeah, we got horse movies, but the, the rider didn't win you back over for horse movies. The rider was a great movie, despite yeah. it being a horse movie. <laughs> <laughs> it overcame its horses. It's four-legged issues. <laughs> All right, so this is tough. I, I think Julianne Moore is a great actress and always an Oscar candidate, even in the crappy movies she does, like Bel Bel Canto. She was still being pitched as a possible Oscar contender. Mm, she did have a little so, momentum. Yeah, Sebastian Lelio, Oscar winning uh, for a Fantastic Woman. I'm going to have to see that one for sure. Amazing Grace, church service, concert doc. I don't know if I'm in for that necessarily. I do worship the devil. I'm excited about Hellboy, as <laughs> I just mentioned said. that a couple times. My mother will disown me. Yeah, but she will. That's where I'm at right now. But Aretha Franklin's got some pipes. <laughs> well, and I hear she just like gives you goosebumps the whole movie because yeah, she's just hitting I notes see that. that are otherworldly. So I'm going to skip that, but I'm a bad person for doing so. Mike? I'm going to... I have the... Uh, well, not the same listing, obviously. I will skip the Mustang just out of... <laughs> Protest and principle and grudges. <laughs> uh, I will. I'm not really enthralled to want to see either one of Gloria Bell or Amazing Grace. Well, now you have to. I, I, I will buy Gloria Bell. This is how my mind works. Only because <laughs> the song Gloria I listened to nonstop ever since I Tanya reintroduced Correct. it into my life. You, you um, were singing it for like a month straight. <laughs> And I it was really song. annoying. It's a catchy fucking song. It is a catchy it's fucking It's going song. to lead in this episode, is what <laughs> okay. I'm telling you. This will be the intro song for this episode. Any chance I get to listen to that song, I love that song. Uh, yeah, I will buy that for that reason. I'll see Amazing Grace because Aretha Franklin really is a wonder. I don't expect, I don't know, gun to your head, do you expect any of these three to make any noise come Oscar times? I wonder if the Mustang has an outside chance. Like I said, you know, Julianne Moore always has a chance because she's Julianne Moore. It's such a loaded year, though. Like, it has been the last couple for Best Actress, yeah. though. That's why we really haven't just bent over backwards to see these movies and to slam them and squish them into no. our schedule. Maybe if they continue to gain momentum, we'll review them when they come on VOD. Of course, yeah. So that might you know be something to look forward to. So we definitely want to review them in some way, shape, or form. Worst case, MMO Weekly. Where, in our What We're Watching segment, we review, like... I'm Sorry, Ten things a week. What we're watching. Thank you. <laughs> Me and Aretha Franklin, basically the same. <laughs> one, of, one of the other, yeah. I have to sing the intro to that every week, and it is humiliating. It's absolutely humiliating. All right, I, I'm glad I, I ordered these in such a yeah, way. Yeah, this worked out well. Where I get to ask you about the horror movies coming out this spring, Michael. We have The Curse of Yah Yarona. Thank you. 419, uh, coming in in two weeks. Linda Carnalini, Raymond Cruz. Only a 46 Metascore, though, which is very scary. From what I've read, that's for good reason. Oh, no. Yeah. The previews are solid, though. They got good jump scares. They're decent horror movie previews. Yeah, absolutely. She is scary. The, the, the Yaya Yarona. Yarona. 
<laughs> yeah, I want to say to see Linda Cardellini in a horror movie. Right. I think that could be a new niche for her. I don't really remember her doing a lot of scary stuff. Scooby-Doo. That doesn't count. <laughs> that does not exactly. Count. Child- Thank you for proving my point. <laughs> Child's Play Mike coming out on 621, June 21st. Aubrey Plaza, the voice yeah. of Mark Hamill, oh, Brian Tyree Henry. This has got a good trailer so far. You're into this one. And we have Annabelle Comes Home. We just reviewed the trailer on this on last week's MMOW. Coming out June 28th. Vera Farmiga, Patrick Wilson, the Conjuring folks, also in an Annabelle movie. See by Skip Mike these horror movies. Well, these are horror movies that are upcoming, but they're also horror movies with like non-traditional female leads, which is kind of cool, right? Carlini, we yep. just talked about Aubrey Plaza. I would not expect to be in a Child's Play remake at all. I wouldn't expect her to dabble in horror, but she not only looks great in the preview, the Film Independent Spirit Awards, where she hosted that opening that they shot, yeah. where she was like the Coven of Witches type Very thing. They were, it was like a bordering on like a Suspiria type callback thing with her and other leads. Yep. Brian Tyree Henry was in that as well. It was That's very true. funny. So she's kind of getting her uh, her horror reps in. And Vera Farmiga, who before the Conjuring universe, you probably wouldn't think was a horror starlet at all, and has now definitely entrenched herself in that genre. So it's pretty cool to see. This is like asking me to pick between my two favorite children, even though I have three. Hmm. Um, um, because I'm skipping Yaya Rona. I'm sorry. Because of the meta score, if it had, if it did not have any scores whatsoever, would you be more intrigued? No, by I'm it? just so excited for the other two. Okay. It doesn't, it doesn't match up, and I, I, it's almost unfair because the other two are franchises right. that I'm more familiar with, obviously. And Yaya Rona. Also, I'm Polish, and I don't know how to say those words, so <laughs> I can't do that. Um, so I'll skip. The Cardellini one. <laughs> uh, I will buy. It's tough. Yeah, it is. I'm really excited for Child's Play, man. I really, yeah. especially Mark Hamill was like the icing. If Mark, if they had any other voice actor, I'd probably just see Child's Play. But I'll buy a Child's Play on Mark Hamill's back, and I'm excited to see Aubrey Plaza. Even though I'm super stoked for Annabelle Comes Home, but I'll True. see Annabelle Comes Home as well. I'm going to go a little bit differently because we did the Conjuring rewatch a while back. Yeah. I'm going to buy Annabelle Comes Home. It looks great because I think they're basically taking the winning formulas. Yeah of the Conjuring films, and they're putting it in an Annabelle movie, which I think is really smart. I I absolutely co-sign. I'm buying a ticket to that. I'm going to wait and see if... Child's Play gets good reviews. I'm hoping it does, but I, I'll probably you know see that in one way, shape, or form. And I'm skipping the curse of Ya Yarona <laughs> as well. But I'm curious to watch that eventually. Also, we don't have children, so it's not really a threat to us. So. <laughs> CGI heavy blockbusters. That's what these next three movies all use and are built around. We have Pokemon Detective Pikachu, obviously coming out May 10th. Mm-hmm. Ryan Reynolds, the voice of Pikachu. How that got casted must sounds like an LSD fever dream, mm-hmm. but nonetheless, it's what we're getting. Ken. Watanabe, Catherine Newton, and Justice Smith all in that one as well. Godzilla, King of the Monsters, another preview that we've talked about here on MMO Weekly recently, coming out May 31st. Millie Bali Brown's in that one. Vera Farmiga, she's getting paid this year. She's in stuff. this as well. Ken Watanabe also getting his reps in. Charles Dance, Sally Hawkins, Kyle Chandler, Ji Zhang, O'Shea Jackson Jr., and Thomas Middleditch all star in that one as well. And the lesser talked about, which I imagine we'll, getting, we'll be getting previews for in the next couple weeks, Men in Black International, which comes out June 14th, Tessa Thompson and Chris Hemsworth will be picking up the mantle for the Will Smith and, uh, I wanted to call him Robert Downey Jr., and that's not right at Tommy all. Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones <laughs> man, uh, roles. Uh, I, I imagine they will be different characters. Rebecca Ferguson, Liam Neeson, Emma What if they're Thompson. the same characters? That would be fascinating uh, nice. actually that would be i would I, I would be more inclined to see that movie right than i would be as otherwise but uh, emma thompson and kumail nanjiani all on that one so we have 
Pokemon Detective Pikachu, Godzilla King of the Monsters, Men in Black International, Michael, all CGI heavy blockbusters, see by skip. I'm buying Godzilla King of the Monsters. Looks so good. Because even if it gets lousy reviews and even if the story isn't great, I know visually that it's going to blow me away because of all the trailers, because of all the monster goodies, all the special effects look phenomenal. Kong Skull Island, it looked great. The first Godzilla looked great. The very least, I'm going to go and be wowed visually, so I'm buying a ticket to that. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm going to see Detective Yeah, Pikachu. you are. <laughs> I'm going to see Detective Pikachu. We just had a pre-production meeting where we were talking about maybe even reviewing that as yeah. a movie event with a guest down, down the line here. Hopefully, yeah. So we're, we're hoping that happens. And I'm skipping Men in Black International in this instance, even though I'll probably see it in some way, shape, or form, because I enjoyed the first three Men in Black movies. I enjoy Thor Ragnarok and Tessa Thompson, Chris Hemsworth and their chemistry. Liam Neeson's, you know, sours me on that a little bit. Sure because of all the BS he's been mm-hmm. spouting. So that's where I'm at, Mike. I have no interest in Men in Black anymore. Right. No, just no interest in it. And I love Tessa Thompson. I, she's one of my favorite actresses going. But I just, I, I, I don't know what it is. I don't know if, if it's just an overdone trope now, how the alien sci-fi comedy thing has been done to death ever since the inc- introduction of the first yeah. Men in Black movie. So I'm skipping that. I, I will buy Detective Pikachu just because <laughs> I need to see, I need to see the real Pokemon interact with human beings type thing and what Ryan Reynolds is doing with this character. I have a couple questions for yeah. you. Did you play Pokemon I did. on like Game Boy? I did, stuff? yes. Did the the have... original ones. I didn't play any others, but the original ones I did. Did you yeah. own the cards? No, I never went that far. Never owned Never went that far. And did you have Tamagotchis? No, no. Right, so I'm just trying to place you <laughs> in the, you know, the Tamagotchis kid. were hot when I was in school, though. I right. but I didn't have that. I never used them. But I'm just I remember wondering where you, where, where, you know, I'm trying to date you. Tamagotchis and Furbies came out like the same time in my town, mm-hmm. and my school banned them. Both of them, because like everybody had them, and I, I just play video games. Let's learn that. about math, children, <laughs> and everybody's like. I have to get the egg to no, hatch. No, I'm not even joking. Like, we were in the middle of class, and, like, we weren't supposed to have them, and so kids' lunchboxes were, like, on the side of the room, right. and you would hear them beeping because people needed to feed their Tamagotchis, and it was, like, the biggest conspiracy in school. He's got one. He's not supposed to have one, but how I can hear it. How many teachers just flipped out, <laughs> threw him against the wall? <laughs> No, it wasn't that. It was always, you know you're breaking the rules. Like, I'm not set. And that's where my Christian guilt comes from, from disappointing teachers all throughout my years. And that's why teachers are better people than me, <laughs> uh, me and you, because we would have thrown them against Fire the wall. Fire them against the wall, yeah. <laughs> you eating other people's lunches? You mean you have a Tamagotchi? Stop it! Yes, and I will see Godzilla King of the Monsters just to finish up my threesome there. So we're moving on to possible Oscar contender dramas. We have Oscar contender animated films coming up a little later. But for now, Oscar contender dramas, we've heard buzz about the film yesterday. Makes no sense. Coming out on June 28th. This is director Danny Boyle's high concept film about what high if. High concept? Yeah, the power goes. We have a power outage worldwide, and then everybody forgets the Beatles ever existed. Between that movie being pitched and Ryan Reynolds voicing Pikachu, <laughs> every Hollywood studio was just on, what, a Coke binge like nine months ago? Well, they're, they're <laughs> picking low hanging fruit because this might work, Mike. Sure. We yeah. have one singer songwriter who is basically on his ass and the act one of the movie played by Himesh Patel
tell. He's the only one to remember all the glory of the Beatles. He's like a gl- Beatles cover but band guy. But this is a comedy, right? Like, this isn't an Oscar contender premise. I don't know. It seems like a feel-good story, I though. Agree, we got yeah. Lily James from Downton Abbey. We got Anna de Armas from Blade Runner 2049. Kate McKinnon, SNL. Great James cast. Gordon, Ed Sheeran. They're big in the music industry in Late Night. Again, directed by Danny Boyle, Slumdog Millionaire. Rocket Man, Mike. We have Taron Edgerton Buzz for uh, Best Actor. Can I tell you, here. before we got into the game, I had zero interest in Rocket Man, but you have sold it so much for me because of your love for Taron Edgerton. Just the, the level of his performance. Yeah. Elton John praised him so thoroughly once all those YouTube videos came out of Taron Edgerton actually singing all of the Elton Johns and really adding something to the Elton John songography. I don't and know that Dexter Fletcher gets his own musical biopic movie right. that he can actually put his own stamp on after basically doing the same already for Bull Rap, but not getting any credit for it because obviously that whole shit show that went on. He was the guy who was the pinch hitter who stepped yeah. in and directed the rest of Bohemian Rhapsody. We also got Bryce Dallas Howard. Haven't seen her in a while. And of course we have Rob Stark uh, of the, the House of Stark. The I don't, North. I don't know what that means. The North remembers uh, <laughs> Richard don't. Madden. We have Richard Madden here. Uh, finally, Tolkien Skip! coming out May 10th. Now, uh, let me sell it for a second. Yeah, we have Lily Collins from To the Bone. She's great and everything. We have Nicholas Holt, who is just in The Favorite. He's going to be in a couple more movies coming out this spring. Of course, we have him in uh, Dark Phoenix. Two great actors anchoring this film about one of our favorite franchises, at least one of my favorite franchises. One of yours, yeah. Lord of the Rings, uh, obviously about the life and times of J.R.R. Tolkien. So, Mike... We have possible Oscar drama contenders here. Yesterday, Rocket Man and Tolkien. If Tolkien contends for any kind of Oscars, <laughs> this would be the going down as the most disappointing year in film history, right? <laughs> like with all the big level A it names. Not, it does not look good. <laughs> Does not look I good. am a fan of Lily Collins. I am a fan of Nicholas Holt. I have zero interest in that movie. I will skip that. Okay. If I had a ticket bought for me, I probably wouldn't show up to that Oh, movie. wow. I'm just, I just, like, just read Tolkien's biography or go watch Lord of the Rings. I have read multiple Tolkien biographies and I've watched Lord of the Rings, you know, maybe Do you want to see times. this? I, no, and I don't know if it doesn't. You're, yeah, and you're a big Tolkien guy. It, it has such crappy dialogue in those trailers. So and I was like, really... not good special effects. Right. Just watch the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Or wait for the Amazon Prime TV show. Yeah, I have no interest in that movie. Uh, I Like I said, I I have to buy yesterday just because... Really? Makes no sense to me. Really? I need to know what's going on. Rocketman, I'm still trepidatious of, but I, like I said, I'm coming around to it just because of your sell job on it, and you you keep speaking so highly of it. Mm-hmm. I Otherwise, it would have been a tough... Previous to like a couple weeks ago, this would have been a tough decision for me to skip either Tolkien or Rocketman, but I am coming around on Rocketman, so, so you have I faith, will see it. you have faith in Danny Boyle here 28 Days Later. I'm so fucking curious. The Beach. I'm so curious. I think Ed Sheeran, based on previews, has a little too much to do. Yeah. That worries me. Danny Boyle, Steve Jobs, trans, Transpotting. Yeah. You know, he's just made he's one talented, good movie obviously. after the next. I'm going to see yesterday. I'm going to buy Rocket yeah. Man because of Taron Edgerton and because, at the very least, Elton John's music is going to be fun sure. to take, you take in uh, at that level. And I think that's a good blueprint to follow. Everybody, universally, regardless of how you feel about Bohemian Rhapsody, a mm-hmm. highlight is how they use Queen's music. Right. So use that blueprint to go through. It's going to have film, cinematic yeah. goods delivered yeah. in the audio quality. So I'm buying Rocket Man. I'm seeing yesterday. I'm skipping Tolkien. 
Mike, we have Film Festival Indies. Yeah, we'll talk from, about this coming out now. Yeah, these South are, by Southwest. These are all South here. by Southwest? I don't remember. A mix. Okay. Uh, late night, June 7th, that's coming out. Emma Thompson, John Lithgow, Mindy Kaling, Amy Ryan, Ike Barinholtz. It's got a 70 meta score, which is pretty much holding strong mm-hmm. based on how it first debuted in South by Southwest. The synopsis is a late night talk show host suspects that she may soon be losing her long-running show. The Last Black Man in San Francisco. This is debuting on June 14th. Danny Glover, Rob Morgan, who was in Mud. Mike Epps, writer-director Joe Talbot, 79 Metascore right now. Synopsis, a young man searches for home in the changing city that seems to have left him behind. Great trailer. Phenomenal looking trailer, absolutely. The Souvenir is also coming out. May 17th, Tilda Swinton in this. Not playing an albino Scottish ninja? Not right? this one. <laughs> All right. Even though only lovers left alive and the dead don't die, kind of that character. 95 Metascore, written and directed by Joanna Hogg. A young film student in the early 80s becomes romantically involved with a complicated and untrustworthy man. And Michael, Late Night, Last Black Man in San Francisco, and The Souvenir all had glowing word of mouth at one point coming out of their film festival debuts. Let's see which one you pick to buy, see, and skip. Very tough decision here. I agree. Very tough decision. The Last Black Man in San Francisco visually looks stunning. Rob Morgan. uh, I just wish I knew more about it. He was, yeah. The the, the cast, they've been awesome in other other things. Mm -hmm. I'm going to buy a ticket to see that movie just because I'm so intrigued. Just based on the cinematography, basically, alone? The cinematography alone, and well, the music in that trailer was true, incredible yeah. as well. And obviously, it's got scores to match. So, I'm super curious about the souvenir. Uh, I know Tilda Swinton doesn't pick her projects lightly. Uh, I'm, I'm into that. It's got I don't a think 90. She does anything lightly? <laughs> like, right. She does everything to the most intense level it could be done. And everybody was like, "All right, well, she was pale and only lo- lovers left alive, but she was a vampire, <laughs> damn it, and she's not a Scottish ninja in that one." But all right, fine. All Seems right. like an opportunity missed, if you ask me. Yeah, but I'm too intrigued over that film not to see it. So I'm going to skip Late Night in this instance, even though Emma Thompson is getting some Oscar buzz. Yeah, I think you're on to something there in skipping Late Night. Late Night, coming into 2019, I felt like was one of the expected contenders. Everyone before they saw it was like, this is a vehicle, this certainly makes sense. Emma Thompson, this could be some buzz from Mindy Kaling as a supporting role. This seems like something that... And then... When it came out, it did get positive word of mouth, like I said, but the reviews weren't really overtly... Like, this wasn't a Tony Collette situation with Hereditary last Just year. Just look when it's getting released, yeah. though, too. I mean, it's getting released in June, so maybe not for, for late night. So that's what I'm making that bet at the same time. Watch it wins Best Picture now. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Sweeps the big five. I'll skip... It. I love late night dramas, too. I love anything about the talk show, show industry right. and the behind the scenes, but I'll, I'll skip it, too, even though I, I'm going to end up seeing all three of these. I'll skip it only because, like you said, the souvenir is so damn intriguing. That's the one I'm actually going to buy, and I'll see Last Black Man in San Francisco. Tilda Swinton, she's... She's got something. She's got something. She's weird. She should win more stuff. <laughs> go so, go watch. We need to talk about Kevin. Just do it. I need it's to watch so that. It's so good. I need to watch that. I do. Film Festival favorites, Mike. We have Long Shot coming out on May 3rd. This is Charlize Theron. Seth Rogen. This is the political rom-com. 72 Metascore. Writer Liz Hanna of The Post. Director Jonathan Levine of 5050. Knows how to handle a comedy there. When Fred Flarsky what a name. reunites with his first crush, one of the most influential women in the world, Charlotte Field, he charms her. Mike, can you imagine building a career, a subgenre really, of the rom-com <laughs> genre, on the question of WTF does she see in me? Yeah. And that's poor Seth Rogen. And how is that not our careers? Or- Seth Rogen, let me tell you. 
he showed up to a red carpet debut recently next to Charlize Theron, and he was decked out to the twelves. He yeah. was in a suit. It was like a three piece. He had like this fluorescent or this like floral pattern type thing going on. Mm-hmm. And they asked him why he was so so dressed up, and his answer was so beautiful. It was like I knew I was going to be standing and taking photographs next to Charlize Theron. <laughs> I couldn't show up in just a t shirt and shorts and right. be okay with myself. Very yeah, smart. beautiful, great job, buddy. Although it helps his brand more to show up in a t-shirt and shorts. (laughs) But that is Long Shot again May 3rd. The next film festival favorite here is Brightburn. This is the superhero horror film starring Elizabeth Banks. Here's the premise. What if a child from another world crash landed on Earth, but instead of becoming a hero to mankind, he proved to be something far more sinister? Interesting. I think I'm the producer of this. This came, seems like it came right from my brain. Yeah, Steelheart, <laughs> great series of YA novels, kind of has the same premise. And I'm into this one, Brightburn again, May 17th. Booksmart also coming out on May 17th. Looks funny. Caitlin Dever, Beanie Feldstein, parents played by Lisa Kudrow, Will Forte. You also have Jason Sudeikis as a principal. His wife, di- director Olivia Wilde, is behind this. This is her directorial debut. Looks like a female-driven, super bad kind of a thing where they are kind of nerdy kids who get into great colleges and they decide to party for one crazy night. That is book smart. One of my favorite young actresses in Hollywood, Molly Gordon, plays a character whose name on IMDb is listed as triple A. Nice. No idea what that means, but I'm in. So, Mike, we have Long Shot, Brightburn, and Booksmart. You're see buying and skipping. I'm buying Brightburn. I think that's obvious. Okay, uh, interesting. <laughs> just it speaks a superhero cross with villainy, cross with horror movie. Yeah, I'm in. Um, I, I'm very torn between Long Shot and Booksmart. Tough. I hate I hate saying that I'm going to skip either one. I guess I'll skip Booksmart, even though it's really appealing and looks really funny, and I'll see Long Shot, but this is another case where I'm probably going to end up seeing all three. Right. Me too. At the same time, we got to play the game yeah. with integrity. We do. If so, nothing else, if this no- podcast is about integrity. <laughs> I'm going to say I am going to buy Booksmart. Okay, good. I'm into that cast. Even this, though this is trailer, our first one where I skipped the one you bought and vice yeah. versa. All right. I'm into it. Beanie Feldstein makes it's so me laugh. so close, too. Yeah, it, it looks great. It looks great. I am going to... See long shot, and I'm going to skip bright burn. But I'm bu- so basically d- d- polar opposites with this list. I'm buying a ticket for Booksmart and Brightburn. I'm just still a little skeptical. Plus, I read a trio of novels that probably did it better, so that's where I'm a little uh, biased. All right, little biased. There. See, that's that's why you can't read, kids. Don't read. <laughs> It's not fundamental. Don't do it. <laughs> well, all right, so uh, Mike titled these the Look Like Disappointments, But We'll See. I take great umbrage with that based on this first title of these three. Dark Phoenix, no doubt sure to be the greatest film in the history of mankind. This is coming out June 7th. This is the next in the X-Men series, of course. Sophie oh, Turner. God. Well, she's one of your Game of Thrones One of your Game of Thrones girls. You should be exuberant and excited about this. Be. Jennifer Lawrence, who is becoming more and more Jennifer Lawrence in this series and, Mike, less, and less mystique. She's not blue enough. <laughs> Not blue enough for me. Michael Fassbender, James McAvoy, Jessica Chastain, who is apparently going to play the antagonist I've, I've been seeing, right. and Nicholas Holt is in this one as well. Aladdin, 524. Oh, boy. Will Smith is the genie. Yeah, he is. Alan Tudyk, who was in Rogue One, uh, he's going to be playing Iago. Naomi Scott will be Jasmine. Mina Masood is Aladdin. Marwan Kazari, Jafar, he was in Murder on the Orient Express as well. And we have Ma, which is the Octavia Spencer horror film. A lonely woman befriends a group of teenagers and decides to let them party at 
her house just when the kids think Uh-oh. their luck couldn't get any better. Things start happening that make them question the intent of their host, Dark Phoenix, Aladdin, and Ma. This is all coming out around the same two-week span. The end of May, beginning of June here. Mike, see by Skip. This is so tough. I'm, yeah. I'm buying a ticket to Aladdin no matter what. You gotta see it if it's a car crash, right? You even gotta it, see it. We may have to review it, yeah. even if it's a car crash, as a movie event, and it might be one of those car crash movie events. But bottom line, at least it's gonna deliver musical goods. I know this, the the At music... least one song will, right? <laughs> we have that promise in the uh, preview. In the trailer, it looks great. It sounds great. Uh, now, this is tough because I'm not really into either one of these movies, but that's why this game is difficult. <laughs> I am going to see Octavia Spencer's horror film, Ma. I don't, because the, I don't know whether to be offended or excited that you did that. <laughs> the premise scares me. And once Dark Phoenix gets like a 45% because Disney's like, all right, just get it out. See if we can make break even on it before we reboot this thing. I mean, look, I love the cast, but I, I didn't love the last X-Men movie at all. It really bothered me. I, I don't love most of the X-Men films to be honest and even some of the films that were critically acclaimed i had yeah, issues with so, so bad but i love them all so I'm very much skipping dark phoenix i don't blame you i'm buying dark phoenix mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> <laughs> you have to see aladdin which is a, I, I hate saying but i i'm going to skip ma for purposes of the game i love the idea of these different especially women these these usual like heartwarming protagonists right playing something else in a horror movie and octavia spencer clearly is going to be a an antagonist here and going to be some dark character and I can't wait to see what she pulls off but Mm -hmm. for the purpose of this game you gotta see a car crash when it's happening in front of you right the Octavia Spencer character is kind of intriguing because she's so weird and effed up and letting the kids party at her house like that that's screwy I I grew up with someone similar to me like that oh my god yeah I mean she was sweetheart she was like my second mother I I call her ma to this day after you passed out though what did she do to everybody probably murdered my family I hope she didn't. I hope you slept <laughs> on your back. <laughs> Surefire animated masterpieces, Mike uh, said, maybe with a tongue-in-cheek. Ugly dolls! Surefire, Mike, I picked it for best animated feature somehow like a dope and by 100% accurate, so that's why it's Surefire. That's why you're skipping uh, the uh, the Missing Link movie, holding out hope for ugly dolls. Yeah. Kelly Clarkson, Janelle Monet, Nick Jonas, Pitbull, Blake Shelton, Wanda Sykes. Look, if nothing else, we're probably assured at least the best original song nominee from this we're movie. We're getting good music in that yeah. movie. Toy Story 4, obviously, coming out June 21st, part of our Pixar rewatch and what we're leading up to here. Tom Hanks, Tim Allen, Keen Peel are both in it. Patricia Arquette from Boyhood, Keanu Reeves, Christina Hendricks from Mad Men, Joan Cusack, Annie Potts playing Bo Peep, Wallace Shaw plays Rex, Laurie Metcalf in it again, Kristen Shaw from Last Man on Earth, and for number three here, The Secret Life of Pets 2, Kevin Hart, Patton Oswalt, Jenny Slate, Ellie Kemper from The Office, Lake Bell, Hannibal Burris, Bobby Moynihan, Harrison Ford, Tiffany Haddish, Pete Holmes, Nick Kroll, my God, what a cast there for all voiceover work. Ugly Dolls, Toy Story 4, The Secret Life of Pets 2. It's almost unfair having Toy Story 4 on this list, right? Yeah, a little bit. So I'm buying Toy Story yeah. 4. We're kind of structuring an entire, you know, <laughs> season of we programming. To, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to see and get you ready for Toy Story 4. We're going to have the Monsters, Inc., Monsters University episode coming out for your Saturday morning cartoons, we think, uh, this we week. Fingers crossed. We'll see. At least it'll be a weekend uh, release. <laughs> I'm skipping Ugly Dolls, and I'm going to see The Secret Life of Pets. You have no integrity. You I just have... went on this whole spiel. About integrity. <laughs> 
But no, I just, I'm not going to stick to, you know, my idiocy from before. I'm trying to walk it back, trying to retcon it. What a year to pick Ugly Dolls as the best animated feature with all these great, I just couldn't figure out. I mean, How to Train Your Dragon comes out. I'm like, oh my God, that's the best animated feature nominee in every year. And I see it after I make those predictions. So between the two of us will be 100% accurate. Myself, though, no. If Ugly Dolls comes out and is like the greatest movie of all time, can you imagine <laughs> how much gloating you're going to do? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I could... Uh, just, I know it! I could trust my initial impulse at that point. But I'm seeing The Secret Life of Pets, too, because The Secret Life of Pets 1 was a joy. Yeah, it was. It was. I'm on the same, you know, buying Toy Story 4, uh, seeing Secret Life of Pets 2, skipping Ugly Dolls. I don't know that I will ever see Ugly Dolls, to be honest with you. Mike, I apologize. When, when those two dogs go into the sausage factory, <laughs> it's like my favorite scene in a long time. In the first movie. Yes. <laughs> All right. So we have films now that were pushed from Oscar consideration and the consideration of an Oscar programmed release into 2018 for various reasons. We have Ad Astra. This is coming out on May 17th. This is a sci-fi film with Brad Pitt, Tommy Lee Jones, directed by James Gray of The Lost City of Z. We also have Ruth Nega and Donald Sutherland starring. Mm. We have JT Leroy coming out on April 26th. We just reviewed the trailer in MMO Weekly this past Monday. Kristen Stewart, Diane Kruger of Inglorious Bastards, Laura Dern uh, all in this. This is a true story based on the memoir by Savannah Noop. And we have Under the Silver Lake which is coming out on April 19th. I did see a couple clips from this. This is an Andrew Garfield mystery with future Mrs. Also Mike Riley Keough. Yeah. Good God, she is so stunning. We have Topher Grace. We have Ricky Lindholm, funny comedian there. It's a murder mystery where we have Riley Keough goes missing, I think, and Andrew Garfield, just like a schmo, sitting around the house trying to find her. So we have Under the Silver Lake, JT Leroy, and Ad Astra Mike C by Skip. So... Again, if you've been listening for a while, we've talked about Ad Astra. There's a screening that went on a couple months ago in Hollywood that was supposed to be a reveal. We don't know if it's Ad Astra. Was it Ad Astra? Was it High Life? Was it Gemini the, Man? The word what was goes, it? I forget which critic it was on Twitter, but uh, they showed up for the screening of a prominent, expected, contending sci-fi movie. Right. And I guess the screening was pulled back at the last second because the movie is considered to be such a mess. Scuttlebutt. And but he didn't give the name of it, or he or she, I don't remember which critic it was. Didn't <laughs> what give if the name it was Star it. Wars episode yeah. nine? Oh no. <laughs> so the assumption that everyone had in the comments to that was that it was Ad Astra. Right. That obviously should be enough to give you pause or at least concern and think twice. Yep. Andrew Garfield, I am he is souring on me quickly. I did not I have not liked his last couple of performances. Yeah. I think he borders on... He sometimes seems like he's playing like a parody of the character. His Hacksaw Ridge performance should be an SNL take to me. Like, I thought I was watching an SNL skit about Hacksaw Ridge that yeah. first hour of Hacksaw The heroism Ridge. of that character, you know, touched my heart a little bit. I thought sure. that, that kind of got to me emotionally. But I don't know how much his performance had to do with that. Do you hold grudges for The Amazing Spider-Man? A little bit. Duo? A little bit, yeah. Maybe that's it. I, I, I just, I, I liked know him you in now. the social network. I know you now. 
I was I was high on him, but yeah, <laughs> I, maybe the the Spider Man's doing me. I, I what's, this is all my long winded way of saying I'm skipping under the Silver Lake. Okay, I am excited for J T Leroy. I think I at least know what I'm getting in J T Leroy. Like I'm not expecting anything a very great. Boring movie yeah, about a middle of the road type thing. Yeah, but Kristen Stewart is a unequivocally a beautiful woman. I love her. She's such a great actress. But why, who is gonna believe she's she's a a, a boy? Well, she's wearing a hoodie, Mike. Fine. But she... <laughs> it's like the she's all that thing where it's like all she did was take out her hair, her, her pigtails, and take off her glasses. And she's yeah, a whole I, new woman. Look, I get gender stereotypes. Everybody's <laughs> aggravated about those. And we all need to get over those long term. But bottom line, she is a beautiful woman. Yeah. She doesn't look like a boy any which way. She's wearing a hoodie, Mike. She's wearing a hoodie. The hood is up. I'm say. skipping it. <laughs> oh, no. You're <laughs> skipping it. I, I will buy JT Leroy. I will see Ad Astra, but I'm worried about Ad Astra. I'm skipping JT Leroy <laughs> for a lot of reasons. I think it looks boring. I think it's just coming out on VOD. I'm worried about it. The true story might be wonderful, and I'm into that. And I'll maybe you know research that in my audible queue for my audiobook <laughs> enjoyment, if that memoir is something that continues to get hyped up. But bottom line line is I'm too curious about Ad Astra not to buy a ticket to see that and uh, I know I just broke the game by using two of the words in the same <laughs> sentence but I'm buying Ad Astra I'm buying a ticket there I'm the C under the Silver Lake on VOD or something, and I'm skipping JT Leroy. All right, next category, next category of three, we have Action Spectaculars. Again, a little unfair to schedule these these way, but <laughs> Avengers Endgame. Yeah. yeah, Avengers Endgame coming out the end of April. Uh, everyone's buying that, obviously. Mm-hmm. I know I'm not going to go through the cast list that we know is involved in that. We will have a big preview coming out in the next week or so about that, probably more than one episode, and we're going to do a different type of review after we've seen it, but yes. that'll be all in the, uh, in the coming weeks for you guys. John Chapter 3, Parabellum, comes out 5-17. Keanu Reeves, Halle Berry, Ian McShane, Lawrence Fishburne, Jerome Flynn, who was in your Game of Thrones there, uh, Jason Manzukis, Angelica Houston, and Shaft! Because everybody asked for a new Shaft movie. That's coming out June 14th. Samuel L. Jackson, Regina Hall, and Method Man. See by Skip, Michael. It's tough because I'm... I'm buying curious. Shaft. <laughs> I'm curious about all three, to be honest with you. Sure. So it's a tougher call than it looks. Obviously, I'm buying Avengers Endgame. We reviewed the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe a year ago, basically today, last spring. And uh, that, that's been something we've continued to review every time they give we, us a new installment. We ranked the 20, first, the 20 yeah. movies that were out at the time. We do entire new episodes when a yeah. new trailer drops right. or when Comic-Con comes along. So we're covering the hell out of Avengers Endgame when it comes out. A couple previews. Really, a preview starting next week. We're going to be totally into that, and we're going to review it a different way than our typical movie event Oscar yeah. profile. So we're excited about doing so. John Wick Chapter Three. I'm not a huge fan of John Wick One. I'm not a huge fan of Gun Fu. So this is a tough call. Are you for not me. a huge fan of Gun Fu, or are you just not a huge fan of saying the words Gun Fu? <laughs> I just think it's silly. Because just you know, just shoot him. Don't don't take this out of context, but. Just shoot them. Just, <laughs> just use a gun the way it was meant to be I used. I wish we had drops from things that we've said. I'll just say, just shoot them. Just shoot them. Just yeah. shoot them. We're not that kind of radio show. <laughs> Weenie in the butt. On Family Guy. <laughs> That's a deep cut reference yeah, right is. there. John Wick Chapter 3 is something I'm going to see. Probably something I'm going to buy as well. But And probably something I'm going to see, but I'll skip for the purposes of this game because I have no integrity, as we have already established, <laughs> Samuel Jackson in, Jackson in Shaft. I'm going to skip that for now. Okay, I have the same list, but 
Shaft is more intriguing than I originally let on because it's mm-hmm. a, going to be like a family dynamic where Samuel L. Jackson has like John Shaft Jr. to deal with. I didn't look this And up. the original Shaft is going to be yeah. in it, Richard Roundtree. He's going to be playing Samuel oh, L. Jackson's father. So the guy from that was in the show in the 70s, Richard Roundtree, is uh, going to be in this movie as well, God which I'm it. curious about, but I still have the same list as you. I will, okay. For the purposes of this game, I will skip Shaft and see well, John I'm, Wick Chapter I'm three. glad we can make our, each other look bad in one simple <laughs> answer <laughs> Mike these movies might be weirdly watchable I'm, I'm pitching these as pr- potential cult classics slash guilty pleasures sure the Dead Don't Die. We just reviewed the trailer. This is directed by Jim Jarmusch. This is a zombie movie coming out on June 14th. I don't think Jim Jarmusch can do a zombie movie, but he's got a, a ridiculously loaded cast. Adam Driver, Bill Murray, Tilda Swinton. You said albino Scottish ninja z- zombie or ninja? <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. We have Chloe Sevigny, Selena Gomez. You have Danny Glover, who's in a lot this spring. Steve Buscemi, Caleb Landry-Jones from Three Billboards, and every Oscar nominated film of that year including the florida project you have tom waits from buster scruggs this past year rosie perez rizza and iggy pop are playing zombies in that trailer iggy pop has been playing a zombie for 30 years to be fair so (laughs) again that's the dead don't die mike we have Charles coming out on June on June seventh. What the fuck is this? Look this up. Yeah, Look I'm up looking at pictures. it right now. You have an exact knockoff of Chucky. Basically, it seems like you had a struggle for the rights of the Child's Play series. Child's Play remake one out, and then they had the rights to the Chucky doll, and they said, "All right, well, we're going to release a movie with the Chucky doll." And it, it looks like it's a fan film that was funded on Indiegogo. That's fascinating. Yeah, right? that really is. That's interesting. The premise is basically, you know, child's it's play. Chucky. Yeah, I mean, it's child's play. It's I don't need to read movie. it. So yeah, we have Charles. <laughs> they named it Charles, short for Chuck or long for Chuck. So it makes sense. Murder mystery. This is coming out on June twelfth. We have Jennifer Aniston and Adam Sandler in a murder mystery with Gemma Arterton. I can't say her name, never could, never will be able to, but I love her. You have Luke Evans, who is, uh, I think, Garcon from, uh, who's Garcon? Who's the big bad guy in Beauty and the Beast? Gaston. Gaston, yeah. sorry. Garcon is the wonderful uh, lamp, singing yeah. lamp, be our guest. But Luke Evans from Beauty and the Beast, Terrence Stamp from A Clockwork Orange, a New York cop and his wife go on a European vacation to reinvigorate the spark in their marriage, but end up getting framed and on the run for the death of an elderly billionaire, Mike, is this just Adam Sandler doing the Ken Knopsack pitch? Just going on, you know, making an excuse to take his friends to go on a cruise. He hasn't been with Jennifer Aniston, I don't think, since uh, Just Go With It, right? Right. Like 10 years ago when they tried to make Brooklyn Decker into a movie star, and she's gorgeous. Just Go With It. You remember the title. You sure that's not a Drew Barrymore movie? I don't know, but under pain of death, under pain of death, somebody was torturing me. (laughs) I would not have guessed. What's the title of the Adam Sandler, Jennifer Aniston movie? Well, I'm just a gross man, and I remember Brooklyn Decker left an indelible impression on me in that movie. She was gorgeous. Might be weirdly watchable, The Dead don't die charles and murder mystery which one of those is going to be a guilty pleasure i have to skip charles just because i don't understand i mean if it's a fan film and it seems like they're basing it off chucky i'm getting a studio version of the chucky remake anyway right or you know so i'd prefer to see that no offense and i'm glad there that we have this kind of new film funding avenue to go down i think that's really spectacular um but i am still a shill for adam 
Sandler movies, and I, I, I can't. I'm a disciple. I'm sorry. Um, but I will see Murder Mystery, and I will buy The Dead Don't Die. Yeah, I'm buying The Dead Don't Die. Too intrigued, not too great cast. And I'm doing the same thing. I'm seeing Murder Mystery because Adam Sandler made me laugh as a young child. Right, yeah. And he always made me laugh on SNL. And yeah, I'm sk- skipping the same the way I hold off. grudges, I hold, like, <laughs> I don't know what you call it, favoritism in my heart. <laughs> For no reason, but yeah, that's that's my ex- explanation. You I'm a emotion- shallow human being. You have emotional problems. <laughs> Netflix original films already available as we come down the final turn here. Uh, we have The Dirt, which is the Motley Crue biopic film, obviously. Unicorn Star, which is Brie Larson's directorial debut. She might have pitched that on the set of Captain Marvel. Got Samuel Jackson involved, so he's in that as well. <laughs> the synopsis, a woman named Kit receives a mysterious invitation that would fulfill her childhood dreams. Very colorful movie from what I've seen. Yes. And The Highwaymen, which she talked about in a recent MMOW episode. Episode Woody Harrelson and Kevin Costner, Hunt, Bonnie, and Clyde. Interesting premise. Uh, have you seen any of these? I have not. They've okay. all gotten slammed yes. in terms of the reviews as far as I know. I, I, I didn't double-check Unicorn score, but I, I saw some lousy reviews from it. Our friends at Next Best Picture just came out with a review. I saw that review, and I trust them. So this is a tough call. 5.4 on IMDb on 5,000 votes right now, Thank 44 you. Metascore. You are faster on the internet than me. I, I trust those guys at NBP. I'm not into any of these movies. Yeah. The Dirt has been something that people older than me that I work with are talking a lot about. So I'm going to say if I'm intrigued enough to watch something, for sure, I'll buy The Dirt. I'll see The Highwayman because even a bad whodunit mystery movie about cops I like to watch those even when mm-hmm. they're bad. Okay. So I'll see Makes that sense. maybe. And Unicorn Score, I'll probably just skip, even though I'm really excited that Brie Larson and Samuel are BFFs. Do you think you're the first person outside the landscaping industry that has said the sentence, I'll buy the dirt? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, I do. <laughs> I, I have no interest in the dirt. I, Motley Crue never did anything for me. I do have interest in Brie Larson, especially seeing what she has in store as a director. Can't blame me. So I'll buy Unicorn Store. Like you said, those cops and robbers movies always get me, even if they are below par. So I'll see The Highwaymen, even though I'm probably not going to see The Highwaymen. <laughs> and I'll skip uh, the dirt from Motley Crue there. <laughs> All right, last category, Mike. We have upcoming Netflix films. And some of these are very intriguing. We have Wine Country. This is the directorial debut of one of our favorites, Amy Poehler. She's also starring in the film with her SNL friends. This looks awesome. Tina Fey, Maya Rudolph, Rachel Drass, Dratch, Anna Gasteyer. Premise reads, when a group of longtime girlfriends go- goes to Napa Valley for the weekend to celebrate their friend's 50th birthday, tensions from the past boil over. That is, again, wine country. We have Someone Great, Mike. This is coming out on April 19th. Rosario Dawson, Gina Rodriguez, Britney S- Snow, and Lakeith Stanfield. I thought you were going to say Britney Spears for a minute there. I was like, Britney, all right. Britney Snow <laughs> and Lakeith Stanfield uh, premise reads after a devastating breakup on the eve of her cross-country move Jenny enjoys one last New York City adventure with her two best pals Someone Great is a romantic comedy about love loss growth and everlasting bond of friendship like I wish I didn't read that or know about that premise well those two movies you think that's terrible but those two movies to me sound like the same type of movies just at different stages in a woman's life yeah like the, the Someone Great is in like the early 30s range in yeah, the uh, I should have gave it the South Park You're right, I'm sorry for after being a critic. A de- after a devastating <laughs> breakup. Anyway, that's someone great April 19th, the perfect date April 12th. This is like 
star in the making, Noah Centineo. Yeah. Apparently, all the kids are talking about him. He's like the new uh, heartthrob. He was good in To All the Boys I Loved Before, which is a good movie. Uh, Sierra Burgess is a loser. Another weirdly watchable movie. Maybe I am drawn to him in some really perverted, <laughs> terrible way at the same time. Yeah, but no, I watched both of those movies, and he's like the, the king or the crown prince See, of Netflix. See, this Next, is where I, I got to criticize you, because if you were to read the synopsis <laughs> for To All the Boys I've Loved Before, you would probably have had the same guttural reaction. No, because this is a way. little, this has a, ti- a tiny bit of innovation. To save up for college, Brooks Radigan creates an app where ev- anyone can pay him to play the perfect stand-in boyfriend for any occasion. All right, it's a little innovative. So it's Kevin Hart's The Wedding Date with Noah Centineo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... I'm very excited for for the Amy Poehler. Anytime Amy and Tina get on the same screen, Maya Rudolph, we're huge fans of here as right. well. Anytime they share the screen together, and the three of them did share the screen with the uh, what was it, the Oscars this year, they let off the show. And yeah, I will buy Wine Country absolutely. I'm gonna I'm gonna see someone great. All right, screw you and your judgmental <laughs> shit. <laughs> I, I will skip, unfortunately, Noah Centineo, uh, the perfect date. Even though I, I think it's a good concept. I'm kind of in. To that one so the perfect day i'm gonna see i'm also gonna buy wine country because i love snl and everyone involved in it i'm skipping someone great before because... you read the synopsis were was your yes. feelings different yes yeah okay and then i read the synopsis and it's someone great is a romantic comedy you know about that's love, like, yeah that's loss, growth now see that part that's not that's got to be a marketing company Right, like no studio was going to write that into IMDb to sell their film because right. that is so stereotypical. Because Jenny enjoys one last New York right. City adventure with her two best pals. All right, cool. Right, that's and, I mean, and that that I agree with you that where it starts that second set in someone great and ends with a female friendship. Yes, that's very heavy handed. Yeah, very obvious, and that does take away from the uh, the allure of the film. I will say, but good movies coming out the next three months, Mike. That was a fun way to do a spring preview. That was I really you know we did. For our sake, we did need something that we could do quickly, and this was like, all the credit to Mike. Uh, he set this whole thing up, divided the movies, did the synopses, uh, researched the synopses and the cast. This and all was that. easy to prepare, though. Easy. I think it was fine. I think it does uh, provide you know us with a little. Again, we like to have in our minds segmented for where we're going. We like to have kind of an expectation of what we're going to cover and what's coming up and keep that all clean. And hopefully it does a service for you guys too, where as opposed to we doing, you know, just covering the trailers that come up every week. Now we also have this type of film where you can talk about what you maybe we can, you can expect from us. Yeah. You can make sure you, get, you have your own expectation set for what's coming out in the next couple months. So I think it does serve a purpose on a couple levels. And I think it was a good idea and a great job by you. Well, thank you, and yeah, now you can look ahead for a couple months, and I think that's important because you're just looking ahead week by week with MMO Weekly. Yeah. But I mean, bottom line is we'll continue to keep you up to date with MMO Weekly, and it's a that's a, a big hit for us thus far as as a show as a programming note. Uh, it's one of our it's usually our biggest episode of every week, so we thank you for that uh, most certainly. But yeah, let's get back to the preview game. In many ways, like I said, we're doing the Avengers Endgame. Probably that preview will drop that next week on your heads or into your heads none of that sounds good we will assault you no (laughs) and so we'll have more preview stuff but yeah we're ton of reviews Pixar rewatch we're doing a lot of fun stuff right now we got more interviews on the schedule guest hosts coming about it's a big spring for us yeah and like Mike said at the outset look this is a fun game for us to play we hope it's it's entertaining and informative for you but if you guys have any that you want to pitch towards us maybe we'll read them on MMO Weekly and go over them and analyze them like we did here so we absolutely want to hear from you we want to hear your answers too what are you most excited about what are you going 
wanting to see by skip maybe create your own game and we'll read those out as well uh you can reach out to us leave those for us at mike mike and oscar on facebook mike mike and oscar on instagram mm and oscar on twitter mike mike and oscar at gmail.com.com and on reddit we are available everywhere you listen to podcasts tune in stitcher itunes soundcloud spotify google play etc etc and like mike hinted at as well if you could find time in your day once you're done listening to an episode just leave us a couple nice words and a five-star review on itunes those truly do go a long way and they really help us out a lot and all that stuff i know it's cheesy and you know it's it's stupid to say and it sounds stereotypical but sincerely any nice words that we get whether it's through itunes or through a twitter conversation we have or through instagram it really is the fuel that keeps us going so we just want to say thank you to all you for listening and thank you for all you taking the time out of your day to uh give us a little recognition and tell us thanks we had one we had one listener tell us we helped her get through her 10k yeah that was fun i haven't ran 10k in my life and we have someone listening to us for a 10k that's amazing yeah with the mcu rewatch by the way too so yeah go back and watch listen to the mcu rewatch you will conquer 10,000 meters i have no idea pretty i don't know what a k is it's 10,000 meters yeah all right you're a track coach you should know this 10,000 meters i know what it is (laughs) we uh we we took a couple takes here we were trying to add in something but i would have to keep laughing i can't just laugh on cue and make it sound natural so Michael. So words of wisdom <laughs> are so meters are in a 10k and the metric system is better than whatever we do in America. <laughs> that has to be my words of wisdom now after all these takes of nonsense. Good job. <laughs> when reality sucks, keep watching movies with us. Uh, get ready for these movies and we'll check you out next time. See ya.